And if we want to love our Lord, we have to try to make the most of those minutes after Holy Communion. I often still use a rather childish way of helping people make a thanksgiving. The word altar, A-L-T-A-R, reminds me of five things I can talk to our Lord about. A, adore. L, love. T, thank. A, ask. R, resolve. Five things I can talk to Jesus about. It helps sort of contain my thoughts. So in the matter of Holy Communion, it's a great shame to miss out on it. If you possibly can go more often, then you should do so. And if a person has some chronic weakness that they find it difficult to overcome, my best advice would be try to get a daily communion. The general effects of the sacraments are to heal in us those wounds left by sin, by original sin and by our own sins. And so the more we can receive Holy Communion, the more we can invite our Lord into our hearts, the better it will be for us. And when Jesus has given himself to you totally, 100% in Holy Communion, what does he expect of you? That you should offer yourself to him totally. Say to him, Jesus, You've given yourself completely to me. I want to give myself completely to you. All I want to do in this life is to please you. Help me to know you the way you want me to know you. Help me to love you the way you want me to love you. Help me to love you in heaven with that love which from before time began you planned I should give you. We should really try to copy our Lord in his total self-giving when we receive him in communion. And lastly, I'll just say something about our Lord's presence there in the Holy Eucharist. He's there because he loves us. He doesn't have to be there. The whole matter of the Holy Eucharist is a great mystery of God's love. When you were baptized, it was water that made you God's child. Water and the words. These were the sacrament that gave you a new life. And God could certainly have nourished that life with ordinary wine. He could have made wine and words a sacrament to nourish that life which you received by water and words. And yet he didn't do that. He chose to come himself. Why? A great mystery of love. If a mother was going out to a party and her little child was in bed there upstairs and she wants to come and kiss her child goodnight, she wouldn't switch the light on because if the child saw his mother all dressed up and everything, well, it would disturb the child. So she comes up in the dark and she kisses her child in the dark. And the child knows it's his mother, though he doesn't see her. 
And so Jesus comes to us and we can't see him. But it's he who comes to us. And there in the tabernacle, when Mass is over, he's staying there for our comfort. It's really quite extraordinary that he should be there. As though he can't bring himself to leave us. As though a husband kissed his wife goodbye at the front door and then crept in the back door when she wasn't looking because he just couldn't leave her. It's very mysterious that God should want our company. And I suppose really, of all the mysteries of our religion, this is the chief mystery. That God should have such a weakness for us sinners. But that's how it is. And since he's there, we really have a duty to show him our love. And therefore, if you have the opportunity of making a visit to the Blessed Sacrament every day, really you should. Supposing you were ill in hospital and you knew that a good friend of yours worked nearby and he never came in to see you and he has his lunch hour why can't he come up in the lunch hour and when he knocks off in the evening surely he wouldn't mind getting home five minutes late just to come and say hello to you and if he never comes at all you think to yourself well I really thought that person liked me our Lord in the Holy Eucharist he knows exactly how much time we have. And if we pass by a church without going in to say anything to him, even if it's just half a genuflection and sorry Jesus, I'm in a mad rush, if we haven't even got time for that, what's happened to our love? St. Paul tells us that the just man lives by faith. Our faith tells us certain things about God and his presence here in the Holy Eucharist. We should try to live up to our faith. Now, if in the course of a day we find five minutes too much to spend in his company, what about eternity? Surely we ought to learn how to enjoy being with God. That's what life's for. And so I do advise you, if it's possible for you to get along to a church, to make a visit to our Lord every day, that's a very good way of spending five minutes. Maybe spend the time going round the stations of the cross at each of the 14 stations, realizing that Jesus was there in the, in the tabernacle. It was Jesus who did all this for love of you. And then when you finish the stations, you can kneel down just to thank him and tell him that you do indeed love him. Well, there, I've said something about the Mass and about the Holy Eucharist and Communion. It remains for us, I suppose, to try to put into practice what we believe. We call the Holy Eucharist the mystery of faith. If in this life we try to show this mystery of faith, the love that our Lord deserves, 
then when we die, we'll receive the reward of our faith, the sight of him in whom we believe. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.